The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. (laughs) (laughs) Or start on fire. (laughs) This is the Homance Chronicles and I am Sarah. (laughs) And I'm Nicole. And, you know... I'm recording from a different part of my house today, so it's just throwing me off a little bit. (laughs) A little bit? A little bit. Um, I had to move our mammoth dinosaur Mac machine uh, from my upstairs to my downstairs. And so immediately I was uh, scolded for having a blurry video camera. So... (laughs) That's just how this day is going. That's how this episode's going to go. Yes. You're going to hear Gia tippy tap. I apologize. (laughs) You know, it is what it is. The upstairs is just too hot. It's too hot up there. So uh, without further ado. Yeah. And I'll stop complaining because that seems to be the theme of our last several episodes (laughs) that I start out with complaints. Um, we will move into a little bit of a richer, deeper conversation with our guest today, who is a writer, and um, she specifically writes poetry, which I feel is like kind of a lost art a little bit. So I'm excited to talk to you about it. So yeah. welcome, Melissa De Silva. Woo! Hey, girl. I'm happy to be here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so first thing I noticed about you is that you're a Sagittarius. Aside from the fact that you're poetry, like you do poetry, yeah. um, but we, <laughs> we love doing those, like having conversations about signs and who we are and how we are as people. Do you think that like your Sagittarius-ness has contributed to why you are a writing poetry? Do you think that like, that could be like a source of how you drum up what you're writing? I think so. I think Sagittarius are known for being very what's the word philosophical like we like learning and stuff like that um so I wrote it to to teach other people to learn from my mistakes (laughs) because even though I like if people give me advice I'm like I'm not taking that (laughs) that's a Sagittarius (laughs) thing by the way it it really is (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna learn it on my own I'm gonna fall on my face yeah thank you (laughs) hold on I need to collect my scars I'll be right back (laughs) I do that all the time don't worry. Adventure seeker, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> likes pain. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, that's not inaccurate. Though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. De- yeah. I've learned actually quite a bit lately about um, various signs and planets and whatnot. And I actually found out that the moon is. Um, more of an influence over your love life and a lot of your writing is about your love life so I'm wondering if you know what your moon sign is uh I I think it's Sagittarius as well 
Oh, a double. Okay. Yeah, a double Saturn. <laughs> I think it's like uh, my sun sign is like a Capricorn or Capricorn or Virgo. Well, you're, well, you put down Sagittarius, which most people, I would assume that they're talking about their sun sign when they write that. Um, so when you say Capricorn or Virgo, do you mean for your rising sign? I think that's it. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. I just know that I'm like, I'm a full Sag. I don't like, yeah, (laughs) I don't identify with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so the, the trifecta of signs is like sun, moon and rising and rising is also known as an ascendant. And so, yeah, it, the only reason we know this is because it's like front and center on your Instagram. And I'm sure it's not what you planned on talking to us. No, today. it's not. But I like to throw us all for loops every time we do these things because why not? No, it's okay. I, I like astrology. so. <laughs> well, well, in case anyone's I- curious. I'm a Virgo sun sign and I have uh Taurus moon is in my Taurus for like, you know, love and relationships and whatever. And that's actually where, uh, the moon feels home. So <laughs> it's very, it, it hasn't really helped me in my love life. I don't think, but <laughs> <laughs> supposedly it's supposed to, <laughs> and then, um, Miss Sarah is a Gemini who we have the same ruler, which is Mercury. However, um, my moon sign Sagittarius. We are very much opposites. So yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Yes, I said that. That's how this works is our opposite energy. It like collides into one holistic energy. <laughs> it's pure chaos all the time, but it manages, <laughs> manages to shake out real well. Oh, man. So how did you get started writing poetry? Is writing something you've always wanted to do when you were little, or is it something you kind of stumbled upon in your elder age after you realized that life is hard and you wanted to write about it? Um, I, I started writing when I was 18. It was more like to put things like to kind of get me through things like kind of therapy, I would just write it down. And I didn't publish till like I was like 28. So 10 years later, I had a box like a perfume, like a shoe box yeah. filled with stuff. And I was like, you know what, like, I, I have I honestly, to this day, I have no idea how what gave me that idea. But I was like, I, I'll just at first I put everything on my computer, I typed it out because it was literally written yeah like scraps piece of paper that's so cool and then I was just like let me just put it in like type it out see make it a book uh like I looked into like publishing and then I just I just did it yeah because like that those are very personal too like when you start writing stuff at 18 years old I remember I was very uh emotional let's just go there Mm -hmm. And like writing those things down, I like, I can go, you know, find journals from when I was that age. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I was conscious enough to like say these things, but then you're over here just willy nilly publishing shit from when you were 18, 19 years old. That's terrifying. I cringe at my old Facebook posts. I cringe at myself all the time. (laughs) Like a week ago, I wrote that a week ago. I've changed. (laughs) Yeah, I, I did feel that way when I was like reading through some stuff. I'm like, that's just dumb. Like, <laughs> and I didn't publish that, but like some stuff I edited. Um, I think in my book, Lose Me, like you see the transition in the book, but really that was like 
maybe five years of my life. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. So I had to kind of like narrow it down and like, what did I, what kind of story did I want to tell? Yeah. I mean, that's cool too. Cause then you get to like kind of curate this version of yourself for everybody else. Well, I tried to keep it very true to how I felt in the moment while I was in the relationship. And um, towards the end, you kind of get like what, how I felt when, when I'm not in that, how I felt when I like was not with that person anymore. Yeah. That's cool though. That little journey that you took. Do you, these people know that you write about them? <laughs> oh yeah. My, that, <laughs> my ex bought my book. So he knows he was like, so happy with that. He was like, I'm a star kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for which book was he in? Was he in lose me or was he in yeah. the, Oh, he was. Oh, lose then. me is about him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I can understand why you guys didn't work out. If he's like excited about the fact that you're like, (laughs) you suck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then, but your other book is about love, right? Yeah. A love like ours is about love. Yeah. Okay. Nobody really inspired that one. I just kind of pictured my soulmate and wrote about that (laughs) because There's nothing wrong with that. That's like in my world manifesting a little bit. And then you just literally put it into the ether. So have you found the one yet or? (laughs) (laughs) We on the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am in a relationship now. So then it is a healthy one considering my other, my old relationship, but. Congratulations. That's an accomplishment. It really is because it's hard to find good people. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to find the people that you can tolerate. Like at this point in day and age, there's so many things happening all the time. It's like, do I have the energy and tolerance for this person all the time? Yeah, we're good. Then that's great. Congratulations. (laughs) Like I said, my standards are slightly higher. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I have to, it has to be more than just that I can tolerate them. That's for sure. However, I do give guys probably more chances than I should when they don't annoy me. (laughs) Trust me, girl, I was there too. (laughs) My Virgo energy gets irritated very easily. And um, I tend to be like a one or two dater. And I'm like, you're out of here because you're annoying. But I also have had some pretty extreme heartbreaks too. And it's definitely um, not something that I wanted to like live in. Like I didn't uh, write about it a lot. Like I think I probably journaled, you know, initially when the relationship was ending, but it wasn't like feelings that I wanted to have keep like resurfacing. So when, when you're saying this is like a collection of like five years of potentially like heartbreak and it could be multiple partners during that time. Um, and then you're going back and you're like rereading through all of this, like, uh, did you require new therapy for this process (laughs) or (laughs) yeah, another, another question. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? (laughs) 
Um, you okay? You know what? I've gone past it that like it doesn't trigger me when I read it. I don't really necessarily like reading it though. I'm going to be honest because I read it yeah. over and over so many times and I'm just like, I'm a completely different person than the person who wrote that. Like, and it's, it's me obviously, but like, I feel right. like so far away from that, but yes, therapy definitely helps. <laughs> I mean, it's a therapy, yes. <laughs> like two, three years to be like, okay with it and not be triggered. Yeah. That, and, yeah. and that's like, you put in the work to be successful. Now you can just really, you're unmovable. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so much work though. It's so much work. It, it is, trust me, it is a lot of work, a lot of tears. <laughs> oh yeah did you so yeah. did you go through like the the traditional methods of therapy or did you manage to kind of like work in any kind of like new age new wave types of therapy um I I tried out different therapists so the first therapist I had was like um she recommended like EMDR yeah okay which is like some for people that are very like what's the word like triggered yeah um like suffered trauma right and so I I when I looked into it like there were so many other things in my life that were contributing to why I was like in this relationship and why I could I honestly at the time I felt like I couldn't leave I was like this man has a hold on me like I don't know what kind of voodoo spell like (laughs) like I was just (laughs) yeah and then once I went through therapy and like a couple of years and honestly even when I was single I'm not even gonna lie we still kept in contact because we were always really good friends but like obviously when you have a past with somebody you can't can't be their friend so there's always that connection but yeah yeah it's kind of let go it was I was like okay I'm done with this now (laughs) yeah it probably was like scary and felt great at the same time yeah exactly well even when I was dating I was still dating like you know people who were like that like half-assed yeah like just (laughs) half-assed yeah I'm glad you're able to turn it around um so like it's kind of funny too because you're kind of documenting in a way your personal growth as well because you said you can look back and some of the things and be like I'm not even that person anymore so like when you see yourself as you continue to do your poetry, are you, do you plan to continue to write about you and your current situations or are you finding it a little bit more difficult now? Cause you have a little bit more peace. Um, so I, I kind of write with, uh, I write about things in the moment and then I write about it after so I can give like some insight that seems to be like my theme because I'm working on a book now and it's about like, dating like what I went through while dating and like all the can I swear oh <laughs> yeah because I been swearing all the shit I went through and like just different people and like I still I don't think I felt like I took like took away what that lesson was but um so yeah I kind of write in the while I'm going through something and then after and I like to take away what like what did I learn from it yeah because I feel like that's helpful I don't feel like it's helpful to be like oh so sad this happens and not like just leave it like that I like to make it kind of a story right exactly so did you use any of your pieces when you went through therapy what do you mean pieces uh poetry Poetry? yeah you're writing uh no I didn't share it with my therapist (laughs) (laughs) 
because like some people write and it's cathartic and then some people write just to get it all out of their heads and I wasn't sure so I had to ask yeah I didn't share it I just went through it like I talked about it in my own venting way and then yeah. my poetry was separate it kind of just comes to me while I'm thinking about stuff or like if I'm thinking about the situation and then it just comes and I have to write it down or else that I'll forget I have short memory yeah I do too my retention rate I've been saying this for like months now my retention rate is that of a pebble I just cannot <laughs> can't do it anymore nothing sticks so I get it for sure so like uh, but when, when you were, <laughs> oh sorry go ahead nope no oh I would say when you were saying that like this guy had a hold on you you know I feel like most of us have been there and oh, yeah. you truly are just like brain and heart why will you not align? Like, I know that this is dumb, but why can't I like stop seeing you? And there was a guy that was kind of like in and out of my life. We weren't in a serious relationship or anything, but it was weird from a connection standpoint, because although I would consider it to be casual, we really like, were not physical that often. Um, so we ended up having more of a connection from like FaceTiming and talking on the phone and stuff like that. And, um, like after continued broken promises, I definitely was able to like cut it off, but it was also like, I did some work in therapy. I like had to come to some realizations about self-worth and, you know, like connection and chemistry is just kind of like bogus in dating land, you know, and I would lead with like chemistry. I'd be like, Oh my God, there's fireworks. Um, <laughs> and now I'm like, please no fireworks. So just drama. It means you're in Aries or something. Um, and so when I knew though, that it was like over, over, cause every time I said it was over, it never really did. It like circulated back. But when I knew that it was over, over, it was actually a difference in, um, previous times when I was saying it, I was angry. And then the last time I said it, I was like, actually sad. Like it felt very sad. And I was like, I think that's how, you know, that it's like, that's like a good signifier. Like you've moved from angry into the sad zone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's such a good point. It's, it's so true. <laughs> and so when you were saying like you do some writing and you're like, you look back at it and you're like, sometimes it was angry. Sometimes it was sad. It's like, well, I can understand that because you move through those phases uh, with people throughout the relationship. But then also when you're trying to like deal with it after, like you have these varying phases. And so most of what I read though was definitely, I would say more on the like heartbreak, sad side. Like I didn't really pick up on a lot of anger. Really? I felt like I was angry. You're like, I was writing through that paper. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I didn't, Maybe didn't I edited really see it that. really well. I don't know. <laughs> maybe your version of anger is very different than right, ours. right yeah like I don't ask if I can swear like I just do it so like maybe yeah. there's a like yeah like me it's like motherfucker blah 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 like you know yeah. my anger is shown differently but yeah we don't hold back on that part that's one of those ones we're rarely standing in our power on that one that emotion we're really familiar yeah I mean so when you went to therapy though and you're, I guess, in parallel, um, editing your book, 
were there certain emotions though, that you were not in touch with or like certain, um, healing phases that like you hadn't experienced until you went through either writing or therapy? Um, I feel like as the years progressed, um, I feel in, like in my situation, what really helped was when I had compassion for myself, I was able to have compassion for him. And then I wasn't, I didn't hold it against him. I, I felt like when I was in the relationship, I was trying so hard to change him. And it's like, why was I doing that? He is who he is. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's what helped when, when I just had compassion on myself. I'm just like, he can't be different. And like, it's not that he wasn't like trying, like he was trying his best, like literally. <laughs> it just, it wasn't enough for me. And that's my problem. That was actually my problem, not his problem. I, but I was making it his problem. So yeah. when I had like a lot of self-realization. I was like, this is with me. This is and I'm blaming him, you know, driving yeah. crazy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Literally gaslighting this man. I am sorry, sir. <laughs> well, like what were some things that you were not feeling like your needs weren't being met with? Like, where weren't you fulfilled? Um, well, he wasn't like the most affectionate person. Um, you know, like he didn't like emotionally support me at, at all, which I didn't even realize that I needed until I went to therapy and like did some work. I didn't even know that that I was like, I need that. Like I'm so independent because, and it's because of what I went through. I just learned to be independent. I didn't even know that I wanted that. Yeah. I was going to ask, did you go into a relationship with like childhood trauma that was unmet or like unmet needs from when you were younger? And then those proliferated into your relationship and that's when you're like Jesus I'm a little more most up than I thought I was and then you went to yeah. therapy and you're like yeah, yeah we're really fucked exactly, up yeah exactly, that's <laughs> wow. exactly how it went I was like yeah I'm really messed up here <laughs> oh <laughs> no oh, wonder I felt like I had to blame it on some witch in a spell that I'm in a bad relationship <laughs> no, it was just me <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> well like him not being affectionate enough for you like when I think about that because my love language is definitely like physical touch when I think about that I'm like it's free like it takes nothing to do that more right. but if it's just not in him it's just not in him I guess I mean yeah. I don't know exactly yeah so like my partner, he's a Sagittarius and his love language is physical touch. That is his big giant love language. And where I'm just now uncovering this. And so like, I recognize in the past, he would actually like put up a fuss when I would like physically jump on him or like kind of try to make any kind of physical contact. And then I realized that it was just him being a dramatic Sagittarius and that in fact, he, he absolutely loved the fact that I was just straight up smothering him all the time. And it's funny because he never said it. I just had mm -hmm. to figure it out on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I figured it out through, you know, the various ways of figuring out as one does. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it's pretty funny. And like, I'm still learning it, you know, and the, I think I called him out on it the other day. I said, um, you just like being dramatic, but you always want me touching you. He's like, mm-hmm pretty much I'm like okay man self-awareness there I can take it I'll take it I accept it I'm like so, that too sometimes I don't want to be touched and, and that's other times I'm okay 
yeah on my mood <laughs> yep but I just make the assumption anymore that this man always wants me to be hanging on him so until he tells me no that's what I do <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that Nicole's love language is physical touch is still baffling after 10 plus years of friendship because she doesn't like being touched <laughs> in general by randos I know no. I know I know that but like yeah sometimes you don't really even like to be hugged so much uh it depends i guess but um (laughs) your love like how you receive love it can be different between a romantic partner and other people right and Mm -hmm. so when we're talking about romantic partners then yes physical touch but if you were to read my breakdown of my moon sign in taurus you'd be like oh i get it I'm just going to keep like circling back to the beginning of our conversation because I think it's hilarious. Um, but truly though, it it's uh, interesting, I guess, that um, yeah, I don't really want, I guess, people like over hugging me or like unnecessarily <laughs> <it> <laughs> hugging me <laughs> other you. other There's than my yeah other than my like intentional contact my, is where she's at right now romantic partner then I'm fine with it but other people I'm like is that necessary yeah there's like intention behind contact if it's more than if it's anything other than a, a romantic relationship I've witnessed it where she's like, why did you touch me? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the same. If I don't know you, don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I, I believe in personal boundaries. And so bubbles. I, you know, yes. Like my, if I have a boyfriend, I'm going to be like, you can, you can come into the bubble with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is our bubble. This is now a, a collective bubble. <laughs> collaborative space (laughs) so anyway um (laughs) so we're okay were your thoughts about your your other book that's about love um and you're imagining like your your perfect partner were those also connected to like an ideals list because we've had this conversation a couple of times Meaning me and Sarah have had this conversation. (laughs) And did therapy tell you it's okay to make a list of the things you want also to add on to that? (laughs) I I did uh, make a list. Um, It had nothing to do with the book. It was just me like, la-di-da in love land. (laughs) You know, just writing about about how like I would feel when I was met my soulmate and stuff like that. Um, my list is completely different and like ridiculous. It's a ridiculous. No, list. no. Be nice to <laughs> you yourself. Can, you can ask for whatever you want. You're allowed to. No, it's no, not I, ridiculous. I agree with that. I, I don't like. Mine is like I like a handy guy. Like if if they weren't handy. How is that ridiculous? Dating, That's not ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are like. People would tell me like, "Oh, you're so picky." I literally went when I was single. I went on like thirty dates. I swear to God, I went on so many dates. And I would just be like, no, they're not it. No. And I just like kept. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And 30 is a low number. Nicole has been on 700. Okay. And she said no every single time, clearly. (laughs) 
But do you get a a feeling when you're with somebody? Sometimes I'll just be sitting there and something's like, this is not it. This is not my partner. Immediately. Yes. Exactly. Immediately. And I would never take my time. I would never try to justify it. I was just like, okay, spirit said no. (laughs) I have to dump him. I have to dump him this guy. That's really, really funny. Mine's a little bit more blurry because I try to not... Like I said, I give a lot of people like a one or a two date. Like I try to not write people off super quickly if I think that we have a lot of like values and things in common. Um, but she logics her way out of her gut feeling every time. But, but most her gut of wins. the time, I end up just being like, no, no, just no. <laughs> That's how I I was like that in the beginning too, and then I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna trust my intuition. I'm yeah. just gonna listen to it. And I always say this to like my sister, she's, she's single and she's dating. Like if there's only one person, like, I don't believe that there's one soulmate, but like, it's, I think the amount of soulmates you have in one lifetime is very like maybe three or four or five, whatever that limits a lot of people that eliminates a lot of people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why I never wasted my time. I was like, nope. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. And that's totally fair. And like, I think having that outlook on it helps push you forward. I think some people are still like, not Nicole, obviously she's still got a good head on her shoulders, but some people just get so tired. They're exhausted by it because they're not listening to their gut or they, you know, don't even have the gut to tell them or they just continue to get, you know, or they could just be lonely you know, or right. depressed or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of factors that drive people to stay in relationships or to date people that maybe aren't right for them. Well, yeah, the, un- the unhealed the trauma too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's where I was. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I was going to say. It's like, yeah. these people are coming, you know, some people are just out there willy nilly without any healthy ability to gauge these things. Right. And then there's a bunch of unhealthy people out there that they're matching with. (laughs) So it's a messy cauldron. (laughs) But it happens. It's happening. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So So, you're healed. You're in a good relationship. Sorry, Nicole, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. Mm -mm. Go ahead. Um, You're healed. You're in a good relationship. Um, You're still writing are you going to continue on this path of the poetry you have right now? Or do you maybe see a pivot in your future? Do you potentially have any stories lined up? Um, I think I, I personally like poetry. I like just getting to the point. I don't mm-hmm. like, like, that's just my personality. I don't know. Maybe it's a Sagittarius thing. I'm just very like, <laughs> let's get to the point here. It is. <laughs> Cause I'm the same way. We I don't feel like guys. writing a long-winded story like I feel like it's like four lines can like it says how I feel most times you know so um I'm still writing and I don't know why like the sad thing about sad things I don't know why it kind of draws me <laughs> that's I why I think say. I try to put a happy ending <laughs> so that's so funny so that's I a say. hard turn in four sentences though <laughs> but yeah 
but I three sentences are sad. The last one though. (laughs) (laughs) Motivational. (laughs) I will say that I've run like in Sagittarians that I run into in my past, you know, the, the common collective is like, I like to feel emotions and the wide range of emotions are great, but sadness reminds me I'm still alive. Like that has been a pattern from what I've experienced in the past. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I'm that's got an answer that other Sagittarius is feel the same. Sometimes you're not I feel alone. like a, a depressed or something. You know? All of you guys and your little depression beans, y'all go ahead and do your thing. You'll be back. You're not actually depressed. You're just playing like you're depressed. You'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's I think it's the high and the low. I think when we're when we're high, I always see this when I'm when I'm like in a good mood, I can bring everybody up. If I'm in a bad mood, then I bring everybody down. <laughs> Certainly do. Yep. That's absolutely something that y'all Sagittarians have the ability to do. <laughs> Has anybody um, contacted you and said anything like, oh, this really meant a lot to me or like just, you know, somebody that oh, yeah. you don't know who uh, got something out of what you've written or what you've posted? Yeah, sometimes when I post things, um, people will comment and be like, oh, yeah, I went through the same thing. Um, like friends to that read it, like, they're like, oh, I can't believe you published that. And but like that, they felt the same way. And I and I that's why I chose to publish this because I know people have been through through what I've been through. Like you, you, there's always somebody you've given too many chances to, you know, and justified being with them. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was very relatable. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love that you're helping people. So do you have any advice for people who are like, I don't know how to get this out of my head. I want to write poetry. Like, is there any kind of starter tips that you can give people out there who maybe don't know that poetry is their shtick? I would say just start, just write it down. I literally <clears throat> started writing things down on pieces of scrap that I would have and Um, I didn't think that I would ever publish a book like those were not my intentions when I was writing it down so I think like just start and write write what you have or if you feel a certain way write it maybe even journaling and then sometimes that helps like the writing flow and so just start I always that's my advice just start like you never know where it's gonna take you right I mean it's good advice because you know I have a hard time starting anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> I have like start paralysis. I was going <sighs> to say, I feel like that is um, the, you know, like the kryptonite for somebody who wants to be a writer is that they talk about it a lot, but don't actually do it. Yeah. So congratulations to you for doing it, putting it together in an organized manner and putting it out there and having a fearlessness to actually be like, this is me in a book, but it's old me. So please don't continue to judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy this other version of me that no longer exists. She has been, she has been revamped. (laughs) This is vintage Melissa. Well, it's about that time for Atta Girls. So, oh yeah. Um, 
Atta girls is when we <laughs> like pat ourselves on the back for something good that we've done or something good that's happened to us. Similar to Melissa's poetry style, it's been, um, you know, many minutes of saying bad things. And now we're going to turn it around in the last line and say something <laughs> happy. <laughs> you really did it. You really fucking stretched it out and made it work. I'm impressed. Fucking, you that's did. your Atta girl right there. <laughs> Moving um, on. <laughs> Uh, my so my actual atta girl though <laughs> is um I have two friends who are turning 40 both around the same time like within days of each other and I am going on a trip with both of them to celebrate their birthdays um and I actually had the wherewithal to look for birthday gifts for them now that they can use on the trip who are you well I mean that's well I mean that's standard fare for you to be that thoughtful I'm not surprised I'm just (laughs) well and then so to really like top off my Atta Girl is that I had the gifts shipped to my house and because you know once you hit a certain amount um then you get free shipping and stuff right Right. anyway but and they don't obviously don't live together so I had everything shipped to my house and then I went to the post office today and shipped to them their individual gifts. Oh my God. You're annoying. I love you. That's amazing. Congratulations. A lot. It was a lot of steps. A lot but of like, steps. My little ADHD brain is like, but like I came across, like, I don't want to say what it is in case she listens. So, but I came across a, an accessory that is named after one of them. Oh, well done. Like what? I like you it. have to, right? Yeah, you have to absolutely have to. I mean, just remarkable at a girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Inside clip. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Did they get it yet? Or no, that all happened today. You got your post office out Yeah. today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Impressed. Mm-hmm. I have, um, Learned how to use the kiosk at the post office too. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad <laughs> to hear it. I should probably do that considering shout out to Stephanie who has been waiting for her classical dog bowl since 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, boo. I should just order you new ones and send them to your house. I was like, from yeah, the it company would be cheaper for point. you to just order one on Amazon. You know what? Her birthday, is, yeah. her birthday is this week. I should actually do that. I'm gonna... <laughs> that's gonna be my premeditated atta girl for the next okay. time um okay. <laughs> my atta girl for today this this week is um I've been really good about not freaking out because um my schedule is kind of just like all over the map and it's really hard for me to focus on what I need to do when I'm worried about my schedule and the fact that I'm not good at remembering remembering to do the things on the schedule so I've been um just really hyper aware of my schedule like I'm trying not to do like the time loss thing where I just sit and don't get anything done so I've been successfully (laughs) managing (coughs) my time and thankfully um in doing that I was able to get some things done that I didn't I forgot I originally you know originally forgot about god this is turning into a mess I was effectively able to manage my time so that I could catch up on things I forgot I had to do before they needed to be done. So I gave myself more time and I needed it. It just worked out. I'm 
at a girl. There you go. <laughs> For fuck's okay. sake. That was difficult. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a long sure day. Was. It's been a long day of being on the phone and being like, oh yeah, I can totally do that. Shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, well, at a girl. I made it out. For <laughs> getting your shit done on time, even though you had forgotten about it, but then gave yourself enough time in reality. Yeah. Um, okay. So then Melissa, what's your at a girl? You can do something less complicated, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, my at a girl, I got up and made my lunch today. I usually don't make my lunch for work. Really? <laughs> the little things. So, yeah, the little really things. The little things that help you your day yeah well <laughs> okay. and then I don't know if you had to like leave and go to wherever you know like take your lunch with you but um since I work from home now that's not really the case but I remember when I used to make my lunch and I'd leave it at home and you would be so <gasps> pissed you'd be like I put all the work in to do it and I'm still here buying lunch <laughs> let's talk about how many times I left my lunch on the fucking countertop before I left for work. So, then so you can't wasted. even save it. You just literally throw know, money in the wasted. trash. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, 13 when you bucks? leave your coffee, I think when you leave your coffee, it's worse. Well, you can get coffee, but. <laughs> no, it's the principle. You should never forget your coffee. And what do you do? It's like, how did I do that? It's like my underwear at this point. I should have never forgotten my coffee. <laughs> so add a girl, Melissa. That's right. uh, remind that everyone the titles of your books and tell them how they can find them um so i have my book lose me uh my book last kiss and a love like ours all available on amazon worldwide perfect and how do people um get in touch with you on instagram yes my uh, name is mds uh, dot rights which is like my name initially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, helpful. Here. It's helpful yeah. though. <laughs> uh, and people can find us on Instagram at homans underscore chronicles. Um, we also have a closed Facebook group called the Homans Chronicles, a judgment free zone. And then um, if you'd like to be a guest or recommend a topic, you can reach out to us at those places or email us. <laughs> Um, homemanspodcast at gmail.com. So thank you so much for from, uh, being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. Homance out.